The following program is brought to you by the friends and partners of Bobby Hogan Ministries. I prophetically decree to somebody under my voice, your wait is over. Your change is beginning right now. Where you're at is not your end. The trial, the test, the battle you're going through is only temporary. God's got greater things. On this edition of Kingdom Living, I'm going to release a prophetic word on where you're at is not your end. I want to share a couple of exciting testimonies that our ministry received that was given by people who attended a service when we were in their area. This one comes from a service I was at at Highland Springs, Virginia, Lighthouse Christian Center. When Brother Hogan came to Lighthouse, he prophesied a month of double. About five days later, my husband had two real estate contracts, double, that wasn't even in the works. He got the call, and they ratified contracts in a short time. He prayed for my asthma. I was struggling on medication at time. I was using steroids for two years, and my asthma was uncontrollable. And about a week or so after he prayed for me, I tried to stop using my inhaler. He told me, don't get off of medication unless God lets you know. Listen to this. Unless God lets you know, it's time. I have been off of steroid medication ever since. Of course, Brother Hogan did not know anything except I had asthma. I've never told him about my years, my long battle, or the fact that I've been trying to get off of medications. What a testimony. What a mighty God we serve. Listen to this one from Barbara from the St. Louis, Missouri area. This is Barbara. I'm the woman with the miracle healing from the service at IGBN. I was suffering from severe pain in my spine and joints due to arthritis. I did not have a day in my life, and I will soon be 59 without pain somewhere in my body. When you laid hands on me, intense heat shot down my spine and through my whole body, well, glory to God, and I received my total and complete healing. I slept pain-free that night and woke up feeling great. There are no words to explain what it is, to, what it is like to be pain-free. Praise God. What a powerful testimony. When we're in your area, I want you to be there. I want to lay hands on you. I believe in the miracle power of God. But some of you can't wait to we're in your area. You need a miracle now. I want to send you one of my blessed cloths. I've prayed over these cloths in my secret place, wiped the sweat of my brow. And I believe that God uses these cloths just like he did in the book of Acts with Paul, when from his body was brought handkerchiefs and aprons and placed on the sick. God did extraordinary and unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, so that handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched his body were brought to the sick, and their diseases left, and evil spirits came out of them that were bound. An anointed prayer cloth is a method God used in the book of Acts, and continues to use today to bring healing to the sick and deliverance to the bound. While there is not a magical power in prayer cloths, through faith, the tangible anointing of God's miracles power is transformed. It is a point of contact between God, you, and the man of God when he has prayed over each cloth and wiped the sweat of his brow and he is preached under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. God has directed Prophet Hogan 
not only to have the white prayer cloths for healing, but also have special red cloth for deliverance. To get your own prayer or deliverance cloth absolutely free, call 479-755-8888, text 479-755-TEXT-8398, or write to Kingdom Living, P.O. Box 2665, Fort Smith, Arkansas 72902. Please request if you desire the cloth for healing or deliverance. Move in faith today and watch what God will do in your life and the life of your loved ones. All right. If you need a blessed cloth, healing cloth, need more than one, request them. We'll send them to you free. Where you're at is not your end. Let's look in the Word of God. Genesis 13, 14, and 15. Genesis 13, verse 14 and 15. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward and all the land which thou seest, all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever. Notice verse 14. Lift up now your eyes. Lift up now. Faith is always now. Now faith, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith's never the future. Faith's never the past. Faith is now. Lift up thine eyes now. Lift up now thine eyes. Look from the place where thou art. God did not tell Abram, Abraham to look at the place he was. God said look from the place that he was. God said, Abraham, don't look where you are. Look from here to another place. Some of you... If you looked at the place you are right now, you would become aggra aggravated, frustrated. You would just become discouraged because the place you are is not the place God promised you. The place you are, let's say it this word, your position is not your promise. Woo, glory to God. Your current place is not where God promised you would go. Stop and think for a moment in the Bible. Joseph goes to a pit and a prison, but God promised him the palace. I'm sure it wasn't easy being in the pit, and I'm sure it wasn't easy being in the prison, but it was easy to go to the palace. Um, look at David. He was a shepherd boy, got anointed king, goes back to watching sheep, that place was not his promise, but God brought the promise to pass. I come to prophesy on this broadcast. Where you're at is not your end. Some of you are just in a place of preparation for your promise. You are at a place getting ready for what God has in the next season of your life. But what do, what do I do while I'm waiting? You know, it's not easy to be in that period of waiting. You're going through trials, battles, setbacks, the enemy speaking into your ear that you're never going to come out. You're never going to go where God told you. Sometimes people are speaking things to you that don't line up to your promise. Brother Hogan, what do I do while I'm waiting for what God's getting ready to do in my life? Number one, Quit focusing on what you're going through 
and start focusing on what you're going to. Once again, if you look at where you are, some of you would be aggravated, frustrated, exhausted, discouraged. You can't look at what you're in. You got to look at where you're going. Don't look at what you're going through. Look at what you're going to. And quit focusing on what you're experiencing. Focus on what God's promised. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm telling you, you've got greater things in your future. Eyes never seen, ears never heard what God has in store for you. Some of you, like the children of Israel, you're going through what you're going through right now. I'm talking to you. Some of you, I'm like right now talking to you individually. You're going through what you're going through because of what you're going to. The children of Israel, Psalm 66, 12, we've been through fire. We went through flood, but God brought us into a wealthy place, a place of abundance, a place of overflow, a large place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the large place? See, when you see where you're going, when you see where you're going, when things are not moving as fast as you hope, when things are not happening like you wish they were happening, when you see where you're going, it'll give you strength to keep on going. What gave Jesus strength to keep on going when he went through all that he went through surrounding the cross and the cross? Hebrews 12, 2 says, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame. What was the joy set before him? On the other side of the cross, there was going to be a resurrection. I'm telling you, on the other side of what you're going through is a victory. Some of you, I, I feel this, some of you have went through your crucifixion, not a natural crucifixion, but you went through a, a time of death in some area. Get ready now for the resurrection. Your end will be greater than your beginning. Your end will be greater than what you have and what you're going through right now. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7, 8, the end of a matter is better than its beginning. The end of a matter is better than its beginning. Haggai 2, 9, and the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former house. Your end will be greater than your beginning. I repeat, I'm prophesying, your end will be greater. Your future is better than your past. Notice what God told Abraham. He said, don't look at the place you are, but look from the place you are. From the place you are. Verse 15, for all the land which thou seest, to thee I will give to you. If you see it, God said, listen, God said, if you see it, you can have it. If you see it, you can have it. Whatever, no limit. The only limit is how far can you see. If your eyes can see it, it can be yours and it will be yours. I prophetically decree to you on this broadcast, God wants you to step into a new season. I like to use the word a season of no limit. No limits. Whatever you see, you can have 
Where you're at is not your end. But many of you are going to have to change your thinking to enter into that season. You're going to have to change your thinking to come out of that state you're in right now. Change your thinking. Some of you are thinking hundreds and God's thinking thousands. You're thinking millions and God's thinking billions. We're in a time we have to reject. You have to reject small thinking. Change your thinking and you'll change your living. Change your thinking, you'll change your living. Whatever you think, God can do. Ephesians 3 verse 20, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above whatever you ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Change your thinking, you'll change your living. Romans 12, 2, Be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind to prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. This is a season for big dreams, big thinking, uh, just big talk, uh, big acting, big living. It's a season of big things. You say, but you don't understand what I am going through. What have I been prophesied? Where you're at is not your end. I got to take a break. Glory to God, but I'll be right back. And at the close of the broadcast, I'm going to prophesy you are coming into a new season. Where you're at is not your end. One of the fastest growing outreaches of Kingdom Living Bobby Ogan Ministries is our daily prophetic text. Amos 3.7 says, God will do nothing till he first tells the prophets. 2 Chronicles 20.20 20 decrees that if you believe God, you'll be established. But if you believe his prophets, you will prosper. I can be in my secret place praying or in fact anywhere in the world. Receive a word from God and through today's technology, people from throughout America and even the nations of the world within minutes can receive a text and know what God has spoken. To receive your daily prophetic text absolutely free, simply text the word prophet to 479-755-8398. That's the word prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, to 479-755-8398 or 479-755-TEXT. Sign up today and begin to hear what God is saying through his prophet tomorrow.
God told Abraham, if you see it, you can have it. Where you're at, Abraham, is not where you're going to stay. I got a land out there you've never been in before. And if you see it, you can have it. Now let's go to Joshua 1 verse 3. I love this story. God says to Joshua, Every place the sole of your feet shall thrive, that have I given thee. God said, if you put your foot on it, you can have it. No limits. Whatever you put your foot on. God said, the choice is not mine. Think about that. God said, Joshua, the choice is not mine. The choice is yours. However far you walk, whoo, glory to God, that's how far I'm going to give you the land. Decisions decide your future, not God. Now, some of you didn't like that, but it's true. Choose you this day. Choose life, choose death. Decisions. God has the road to your destiny already planned out, paid, but you have to choose to walk the road. You've got to make decisions. Your decisions determine your destiny. God said, it's your decision. The land is there. Whatever you put your foot on is what I'm going to give you. Well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. Some of y'all been waiting 20 years, 30 years. Some of y'all just going to die waiting on the Lord. You're going to go to heaven waiting on the Lord without getting your promise. There's a time you've got to quit waiting. And like John the Baptist, the Bible says from the days of John the Baptist unto now, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. You've got to make your mind up sometimes. I'm getting what's mine. I'm going to get it, glory to God. I'm not staying where I'm at no more. I'm going to what God has for me. Hallelujah. God tells Joshua the only limit to the property that you possess is what you put your foot on or what you don't. If you put your foot on it, it's yours. If you don't put your foot on it, you're not going to get it. Several years ago, the word of faith had just really got into my spirit. And uh, I had a white navigator that had about 256,000 miles. I had traveled all over this nation. I go on some trips that are five to 7,000 miles of traveling. So this white navigator had about 250,000 miles. I began to see a vision of a black navigator. And I would preach sometimes at our headquarter church. That time we were downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas. And I would say, look out there in that parking lot. See that black navigator, that new navigator. Nobody can see it but me. Don't matter what others see, what do you see? Others may see you where you are. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself going? Where your at's not your end. I began to prophesy. I could see myself in that black navigator. I was driving a white one, but I could see myself in that black one. Where your at's not your end. Where I was at was not my end. I was in a white one, but I could see a black one. And so one night, my wife, Prophetess Teresa, my best friend, who's in Israel right now, amen, my daughter who lives there is having twin boys. So she's in Israel with my daughter. But anyway, we go down to the car lot and uh, the Lincoln dealership, and we see this black navigator. And she says, is that the one that you saw? I see it in my spirit. I said, that's the one. That's the one. 
and we go over and look at the price. Oh, Lord, I'd never paid nothing like that for a vehicle. It was expensive, but it was a nice one. Had, you know, one seat in the front could be warm, one cool, had video, DVD players, and it was just something that I had never had. She said, just the one you want? I said, yes. Are you sure? I said, yes. She put her foot on it, and she said, God told Joshua, wherever the sole of your foot threads, I'll give it. How I many knows God's the same yesterday, today, and forever? So I put my foot on it. And we left that Lincoln dealership. About a week later, I get a phone call from my wife. She said, go to the Lincoln dealership now. I said, why? She named someone that had been blessed through her ministry and my ministry. She said, they're there now making a way for you to get that black Lincoln navigator that we put our foot on. I'm telling you, I drive up. And there is the exact navigator that we put our foot on. 30 minutes later, I'm driving off of a part, the parking lot with a brand new black na navigator just like I had seen, just like I had been prophesying. The white one was not my end. God had another one. God's got something better for you. Come on, you got to understand Amen. There's greater things, greater things for those in ministry, greater things I'm seeing in housing. Some of you, where you live, you've lived there long enough. Time to get out of the projects. Time to get to a new level of housing. Some of you, it's in a vehicle. It's time for a better vehicle, another one. See, don't just settle for less than what God has for you. And what do you want? God's pleasure is giving his children good things. Well, just any car will do. No, you know it won't. No, you know it won't. Well, there comes a tow truck, and it's got a car behind it, and the motor's gone, and two tires are off, but that's your car. Well, I didn't mean that. Well, if you didn't mean it, why didn't you say what you mean? He's able to give you what you want. Come on. Where you're at is not your end. God has better things. If you're not careful, you'll become content living without the best. God wants you to have the best. When the children of Israel walked in obedience, they had the finest of things, the finest of wheat. When they moved into the promised land, God gave them houses they didn't build, vineyards they didn't plant. Oh, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Some of you, the devil's told you, you're never coming out. You're never coming out of what you're in. You're never going to go to the next level. Never going to move to the next dimension spiritually. Once again, in housing, vehicles, on your job, you're never going to get a better job. I'm prophesying to you the best is yet to come. Where you're at is not your end. I see in the Spirit promotion. There's a promotion. Uh, people all over this nation, America and the nations, there's a promotion in your future. There's elevation in your future. There's financial blessings in your future, doors in your future. No more will you stay there and say, if it be God's will, it is God's will for you to have the best. It is God's will for you to prosper and be in health as your soul prospereth. I repeat, his pleasure is your prosperity. I said that earlier last week's broadcast. The pleasure of the Lord is the prosperity of his saints. You should be the head and not the tail. 
Excel and exceed in everything you do. So devil, I come right now and command you to take your hands off. Quit talking to God's people, trying to convince them that they're at the place they are and they'll never come out and they'll never come forth. I call you forth into greater things. I call you forth into new dimensions and new areas. I feel everybody that needs a better house or better housing, I don't know. I just feel a real anointing. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, let them come from where they are. Where they are, that place they are is not their final dwelling place. I speak favor concerning housing, new houses, better houses for the people of God. Well, my time is coming gone. My, my, whoa, glory to God. Where you're at is not your end. You ought to have a shout. You ought to have a praise right now. Believe the prophet and you prosper. Believe the prophets. What does the Bible say? Amos 3, 7. Come on. The Bible says, believe God you're established. Believe this prophets and you prosper. Believe my word. Amen. Where you're at is not your end. Seal this word with a seed. Right now. You need to right now seal this word with a seed. You can seal it by calling the number on the screen. You can write me, cash app, Vimno. All the information is on the screen. And I, I feel, I just saw the number 150, 150. I challenge you to sow a seed of $150, sealing this word that where you're at is not your end. Seal this word. The anointing you sow into is the anointing you reap from. Sowing concerning your business, your ministry, the housing, there's a real anointing on that housing and vehicles, your job, loneliness, where you're at's not your end. You've got to understand right now, there's an anointing where you're at is not your I don't care how long you've been there. Amen. It's time to come out, come forth. I call you forth in Jesus' name. Somebody, yes, right there, somebody can sold $1,500. Sealing this word. But I feel many of you can sow that 150. I just saw that 150. You can't sow 150, you sow 50. Sow that seed now. There's power in a seed. There's a miracle in your seed. Seed, sowing seed is an act of faith. And God honors faith. Faith without works is dead, even as the body is dead without the spirit. And sowing a seed is an act of faith. And what did I say the anointing you sow into is the anointing you reap from, just like the ground the farmer sows into is the ground the farmer reaps from. And some of you, I know you've never sent money to a television preacher. You don't want to, but something has touched your heart. I tell you, I love God and I love God's people. And I have a word from God week after week that if people listen, they will be changed and go to new dimensions and new rims of blessings. Hallelujah. And if you don't know Christ, where you're at don't have to be your end. Call on the Lord. Repeat this prayer. Father, forgive me in Jesus' name. Come into my heart. I receive you now. Listen, sow that seed. You that got saved, call that number. You that prayed that prayer, call that number. Tell the operator, I just prayed that prayer. I got a new beginning. God bless you. I got to go. Your prophet, Bobby Hogan. Where you're at is not your end.
This broadcast has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Bobby Hogan Ministries. If you have been blessed by this prophetic broadcast, prayerfully consider sowing a seed and help us continue preaching the word with a message of faith and hope. You may contact the ministry by calling 479-755-8888 or writing to us at Kingdom Living P.O. Box 2665, Fort Smith, Arkansas 72902. You may also visit our website at www.bobbyhogan.org.